so off air, we just mentioned the Holocaust, and I, it's I find that weird because I've I've actually been on a Holocaust kick in terms of movies because you know you watch one movie and then Netflix recommends another movie, uh, and it not long ago recommended uh, Schindler's List. Like, hey, watch this again. This this probably fits your For current. Funsies. This probably fits your current mood. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I I wanted to experience it again just because, uh, you know, what what the Jews went through is, I mean, it's almost as bad as what we in in California are going through right now under quarantine. <gasps> almost, it's so close. But it's no, so I wa- close. I wa- yeah, I'm kidding, of course. But I watched that and then it recommended uh, the pianist, which I'd never actually seen. Oh, great movie! I've never actually seen it. Uh, although I'm a big fan of. The director's work outside of film. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. Uh, again, but uh, yeah, I, I watched that and then I watched, uh, had to rent uh, Jojo Rabbit because I, I hadn't seen that and I wanted to see what all the fuss is about. And uh, yeah, in terms of Holocaust movies, I'll rank I'll rank those three, Schindler's List, and then Jojo Rabbit, and then The Pianist. I found The Pianist pretty boring, but Jojo Rabbit's fun and it does have an endearing message. Um, I've never seen Jojo Rabbit, and I'd like to still watch it. Um, uh, the Pianist, I liked a lot. I thought one shot of The Pianist was really powerful. It's when the Nazis come into the apartment across the street, and they just grab the old dude in the wheelchair and then just wheel him to the balcony and then just dump him onto the pavement. And it's like one of those shots you're like, Roman, did you kill somebody? Roman, did you just kill an old dude in, like, Poland because you could get away with it because you're Roman Polanski? Like, That's a dummy, probably. <laughs> No, the guy's acting like the guy's like, hey, stop. Hey, stop touching me. Let go of me. And then they just dump them all in one long take. It's one long take. They, if you watch a family at a table eating dinner and then Nazis bust into their apartment and then grab the dude, like the oldest guy in the room in a wheelchair, roll yeah. his ass to the back uh, the balcony and dump him over. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen Avengers Endgame. I'm assuming there was a CGI stitch or something in there. Penis was 2002. It was post Starship Troopers. I mean, yeah, it you was could- 2002, though. But yes, Starship Troopers was doing stitching for long takes in 2000 like like 2002 they've got to think 2002 i think if anything they probably had a mat that they digitally removed you gotta change your background you can't but your background right now is a vagina a penis going into a vagina and you're talking about fu- the fucking pianist so i just watched the movie about the holocaust too felk it was called lana rhodes gang bang to death and it was incredible <laughs> i found it on pornhub uh. live from cool boys center your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boys. <gasps> <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Which, by the way, I, I know exactly now what happened because you just typed those things in. You typed POV pussy sex <laughs> or something like that. Sexy pussy sex. What was your actual <laughs> Google search? These are Ballard uh, words. I think, I think I typed in something along the lines of like, uh, what was it? Just just. Oh, it's in our it's in our history. Let's look. Pussy sex. Yeah, I typed in pussy sex. <laughs> <laughs> because those are words you put together because not all sex is pussy sex. No, no, no. Not all sex is pussy sex. This is true. Mm-hmm. But it's just a weird way to specify it. Change the background. I can't handle this. It's going to fuck with my brand <laughs> the entire episode. Oh, excuse me. You know what's going to be the best is when this uh, auto-corrects immediately when I log in every single time for work. Yeah, every single time you log in, it's that fucking office background. Now it's going to be that, probably. It's going to be the pussy sex. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, Pallor, what are you doing? And you'll, you'll be like, it's pussy sex.
Yeah, I think the real amazing thing is the entire episode having that up behind me. All that pussy sex. Felt say pussy sex one more time, really nice and cool. Pussy sex. <laughs> Get some cool boys. <laughs> Get some cool right. boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. Person, woman, man, camera, TV, cool boy nation. Wait, what? And welcome to this unidentified flying installment of the Cool Boys podcast. Alien, please fucking probe my... Oh, Alien, please fucking probe me edition. <laughs> yep. You know what they say. Seriously, please fucking probe my ass, <laughs> E.T. I'm... F oh, I'm fire in the sky, Felk. You liked fire in the what sky. A, it's, it, it's a, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but like it definitely left an impression on me. Just like one oh. scene from it. You mean when he put his hand in the other human inside the alien spaceship? Um, no, like the when they're like drilling his teeth and like torturing him and shit. Oh, yeah. All that stuff inside the spaceship like haunted me as a kid. No, yeah. I didn't want to get abducted. And I'm body snatchers. Ballard. Uh. It's a good movie. I mean, there's like four of them. I've, I, I know I know the one with Donald Sutherland. I think that's Invasion of, of the, the Body, body snatchers, snatchers. yeah. And that's a really good one. And then uh, this Body Snatchers is some like, uh, I think late 80s, early 90s film. That's, and Abel, then there's that's the, Abel Ferraro's, yeah. Yep. And then there's Invasion, which was Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman. Some good director, actually. James, the director on James McTeague did the reshoots yeah. from it, but the actual credit director was some nobody. Ger a German. Wait, James McTeague just did the reshoots. I mean, it, it was like a Joss Whedon level of of coming in and, and remaking the movie, basically. Wait, it didn't. He, isn't it rumored that's exactly what he did for V for Vendetta or something similar to that? No, he was he was early on the replacement. He he directed all of V for Vendetta. Okay, but they but the Wachowskis were going to do it, and then they're just like, all right, toss it to our first assistant director. No, they had they had someone else who was not had been revealed that didn't work out, and they got rid of him. Or her, <gasps> or, or or they, <laughs> they knowing the Wachowskis, um, Peter Jackson maybe. No, not that big. It was a, it would have been like a first timer. I mean, James Teague was a first timer. If that's a, even his name, Jackson was, I guess, in Lord of the Rings at that point, huh? Invasion okay. with Nicole Kidman's not bad, honestly. It's a little messy, no. but it's it's a watchable movie. No, but the Donald Sutherland one is the best one. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen the Abel Ferrara one, and there's like one from the fifties too. Yeah, that's like the OG one. Um, I I really thought that uh, when Donald Sutherland just looks at the camera and just goes. Yeah. That image is iconic. It's true. Oh, before we move on, Felk, I do want to do a quick cool boy amendment to our conversation last week. The Judge Esther Salas uh, family murdered. It wasn't the whole family murdered. The son was murdered. The father is still fighting for his life, and the judge was not there. Yeah, but the per I mean, and there's now a, a new story that like it it, do it doesn't uh, have anything to do with Epstein. He the guy right. hated the judge because he's like a an MRA lawyer. Yeah, and but but you were right. You talked about this last week. So yeah, this was the judge that was overseeing the Deutsche Bank trial. Yeah. But um, this judge, uh, she was not there. 
Uh, her son took the brunt of everything, was killed on the doorstep. But the guy was wearing, like you said, Felk, he was wearing some kind of delivery uniform. He was wearing a FedEx uniform, and there was a FedEx package left at the front uh, steps yeah. after the uh, murder. So there was definitely some kind of message there in, in, in some way. Don't fuck with FedEx. Or no, no, I mean like the, I, using someone that was clearly like hiding their identity and and going to great lengths to do this murder. And I'm sure people are gonna be like, yeah, he was just a sick individual. Um, I guess his name is uh, Roy Den Hollander. They always have three names. Uh, but he killed himself. Isn't that funny? Like the guy that did it, like killed himself too. Like, oh, how weird! They found his body. He's dead. So there's no way there's no way to talk to him because they yeah, found him yeah. dead. Believe at this point, believe the conspiracy first and foremost, and then wait for it to get disproven. I think we'll I think it's absolutely true. Yes, factor into our <laughs> show topic probably. Uh, I don't know if Epstein is is has anything to do with UFOs and UAPs. Alex and Jones AAPs. thinks he does. I mean, according to Alex Jones. Again, this is him on Joe Rogan explaining it. All right. I'm paraphrasing Alex Jones, which is a very difficult thing to do. But I believe the link is Epstein was part of a mass like it's, it, he's a he's a just a cog in the wheel of a mass system of, yes. of procuring like kids because they do them and they do it in like uh, using the border patrol system and all the things to, to get get kids. He believes that um, certain people. Some of them Democrats, but probably not all of them. The Illuminati, the the secret order of, of people who control the world, uh, sacrifice kids and satanic rituals to create. It's like a drug. It's like a there is a name for the fucking uh, adrenochrome, something like that. Uh, DMT. Sorry. No, well, it's it's linked to that, though. I, but it's like, yeah, I think I think it's adrena something. And, and that, that creates this liquid by sacrificing them. And that allows them to. Uh, communicate or interact with their overlord uh, interdimensional demon slash aliens. They're giving a bunch of goddamn fucking organ harvesting doctors no, control God. outside of law. You heard that piece of shit no, fucking KKK God, guy. Please, no, fucking no, governor. No, Say no, we're going to keep them alive no, after they're fucking born no, because they want to fucking no. take their organs. Wow. So that is a thing. I'm not sure how accurately I'm describing it, but, you know, just it's the most recent time Alex Jones is on Rogan. I um, that was that was wild. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> try, I'm trying a, to remember it. I mean, it's like it, he talked for like four hours and this is one that of was the an incredible episode because there's like a point where like I don't think even Alex Jones realizes what he's saying. But he's like, he's like, Eddie, choke me out. You know what? Let's me. not be pussies. <laughs> choke me out. Oh, my God. <sighs> you know what? Come sit down. Have you guys been I'm drinking? not gay, but Eddie's good looking. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, have a seat. Hey, and, hey, have a you seat. better choke me out. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it sounds like he's talking about like having Eddie masturbate him or something like that. It's pretty amazing. Choking is can't be sexual. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> In that, <laughs> and this judge Felk also, um, since we're getting back to all of this later, I'm sure this all is Alec Jones and Epstein and UFOs and all that shit. Maybe interdimensional beings. She was also uh, the judge that presided over Teresa and Joe Gadice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. So it could have been a New Jersey. Housewife hit. <gasps> was that the Allegedly. one who like was like, look at all my guns and drugs on a fucking reality show, and then got arrested for guns and drugs? Uh, I don't know if it was that, but I think it was essentially like, look how rich I am, ha <laughs> ha, look how rich I am, and then on this reality show, and then the you know, 
IRS was like, okay, we are going to look at how rich you are. Interesting. Seems like you're not reporting a lot of income here. That's got to be yeah. the dumbest of, of all the reality shows doing ones that are like, we're famous because of crime. It seems like you're, you're, you are not a good candidate for a reality show. There's though. other ones that are more like that, like Married to the Mob and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. It's not one show. It's a, it's a, it's a subgenre of, of domestic reality being the, the main genre. Real Housewives of New Jersey, um, and we should get, honestly, probably get somebody that's like an actual specialist on here to talk to us about this, like Nolan. But the Real Housewives of New Jersey, um, I think uh, they always try to elude that they have some kind of connection. They're like, hey, you don't want to mess with me because you don't know who I know. But like, there's never like really probably any real connection. Um, I got to so, say, when Nolan left, not having to discuss various reality shows like Below Deck was a was a benefit to the I podcast for Deck, me. Though. I love Below Deck, I never Deck. have to hear about Yanni and Zara and Laurel <laughs> and all these fucking oh, people with Ashton. their stupid name. Ashton, oh. that's what name. Yeah, I'm sure. Ashton, Malia. Malia. Who's yep. the hot girl? Who's the hot girl from Below Deck? Oh, there's so every every St- uh, season is a new crew, so it changes, and they're always. There was a Stassi, right? But it was Stassi. Spelled, that's no, that's Vanderpump rules. But it was spelled Stacy. Yes, but Stassi, Stassi. Yeah, but she's a racist now, so that's too much. Well, we can't, we can't like her. Everyone's a racist. Um, so yeah, days. that was the amendment to last week. Uh, <laughs> so Felk, uh, update time. <laughs> Tell me. Fabulous updates. Fabulous. With an even harder dick. So cool. Uh, Felk, what is your update? Well, it's not my update. It's it's it's, it's a it's a theory. Felk's theory. <gasps> Since we're in the realm of conspiracy theories, this episode sort of maybe. Uh, I, I I thought it'd be good to revisit a theory that for some. What episode did you even bring this up in? It, I think the. Uh, the second Last of Us uh, spoiler cast. But, and you'll get what I'm talking about in a second. <gasps> recently, uh, to for, for as a charity event, you know, the Zoom calls and Zoom reunions are the rage these days. It was the 10-year mm-hmm. anniversary of the release of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. So they did. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Did you see, did you see this? I didn't see it, but I, I see what you're about to talk about. But I did see Scott Pilgrim in the theaters, actually, before it was released. I was lucky enough to see it really early and um, pizza delivery, man. Great gig. And um, I did not go see it when it came out in theaters. And I feel so bad I didn't see it a second time because it did so shitty in, in its run. Oh, I sent you the, 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 the Zoom thing. And uh, so what it was was just a, a table read of the, of the script. Uh, Edgar Wright was there, as was almost the entire cast. Almost the entire cast. Uh, and they had the creator of the comic there. And he would uh, periodically draw like scenes like in his style from the movie and, and auction those off. It was for some water charity. It, w- it was like a it almost sounded like a, a made up charity. It was like a the George Costanza human fund. It was like water for people is the name of the uh charity and that just, that sounds very made up but you'll notice it does it's, yeah it absolutely does sound like the human fund <laughs> you'll notice uh so you know all the big players are there with uh i thought initially one major person missing from the cast uh it turned out there's actually two people missing um one of them was kieran culkin he, he couldn't make it so uh they they had the 
screenwriter who read all the stage direction also read his part. But at the beginning, there was a joke from like Edgar Wright, like Kieran really wanted, like, every, thanks so much for everyone who's here. Kieran really wanted to come, but he's not able to make it because he died in a canoeing accident this morning. And there was a bunch of j jokes about like he had a canoeing trip, like find Kieran on his canoe and, and have him read the line. Someone made a joke after like they screwed up. Like there was all these references to the fact that Kieran was uh, God because he had to go on some kind of canoeing or kayaking trip. However, when they did the roll call of like, I, hey, I'm Brandon Routh and I play this character and I'll also play like these, these bit characters as well. Uh, it got to Anna Kendrick and she's like, hi, I'm Anna Kendrick and I played uh, Scott's uh, sister. But I'm also, and I'm also gonna read uh, for Evie uh, or Envy, Envy something, uh, which is Bree's character. I'm gonna do my take on Envy. Also we have with us in Miss Anna Kendrick. I will be reading the role that I originated Stacey Pilgrim and also <laughs> and also I will be doing my interpretation of Envy Adams. Very good. And when they got to her part, she like screwed it up because she was like, I'm sorry, I don't remember this part. And she even said, like, I just found out I was doing this part like a few minutes ago. For the record, I am so pissed off for you right now. Shut the f up, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I would have brought a prop. I didn't know I was reading this <laughs> Good improvisation. And not once, despite her being absent, did they ever mention the name Brie or Larson. It was like she didn't exist as a wow. person. And they had like, the music was played and the guy who sings it kind of, maybe he was just lip syncing, but like he sings it, like they do like the songs and stuff. When they got mm -hmm. to the part where it's Bree's uh, song, they played the original version of the song, not Bree's cover of it, which I thought, cause she did, a, she actually did uh, sing the cover for, of the, whatever song, it's a metric song. She uh, was a pop singer, Felk. She was she's not only an action star and a feminist and a YouTube channel YouTube like influencer, guru, yeah. she, she was a pop singer. Play that fucking track. Play the fucking track. Play that fucking track. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that just an amazing track by Brie Larson? She's a she's the most talented uh, woman, person, man, camera, or TV on the planet. Oh my god! And all those orgasmic male sounds—that's actually in the song. Like we didn't add that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you're gonna do that then. Okay, so. You have all the relevant facts. Uh, Chris right. Evans, by the way, was the only guy who left after his part because he was so busy. But everyone's like, man. bye, Chris. I know you're busy. We love you so much. Thank you for being here. Also, I by the him. way, just because there was a like, little like, you know, banter in between reads and stuff as, as the people they are. Brandon Routh seems like a really cool guy. I am actually kind oh, of feel yeah. bad that he got raped by Brian the singer repeatedly for over the course of a year. Oh, Felk, I've been watching X-Men with my kids recently and it feels horrible watching Sean Ashmore in that role. Oh yeah, he he got it on both ends. But my point my my point is, all right, evidence here so the evidence laid out alleged monster. Uh 
only like two people weren't there. One, Kieran Culkin. They mentioned that they, they shout out to him times. like why he couldn't be there. They never mentioned Brie Larson's name. Anna Kendrick makes it clear accidentally that she did not know she was reading that part before they started doing it. What? That's Anna Kendrick. She's very smart. She knows exactly what she's doing. And she's a little bit of a bitchy type of person, I think. I think she knows exactly what she was doing. Ring, ring. Scott picks up. A sexy non-Ramona voice replies. Hey, Scott. Envy? Yes, it's Envy and no longer your sister, Stacy. Just make <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not weird. I, for one, am interested. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting twist. <laughs> and bitchy persons... They, they're fine. I, I like being around bitchy persons. You're, you're saying that she maybe deliberately let out that I information. I think so. I think she that's, deliberately that's possible, dropped that's a, little bit of a, a little bit of a crumb in the forest for you to it find that. It would have been a home. little bit of a dig because my theory is, is that yeah. Brie couldn't, make, couldn't do it at the last minute or refused at the last minute or something like that. And if it was just a matter of like, oh, something came up. You know, you, your your kids hurt or something. You got to do like it would have been like Brie had an emergency. She really wanted to be here. They know there's no Brie wanted to be here. There's no shout outs to her at all. It, I th- I think that she uh, was being a bitch about scheduling. Like I can only do it between three p.m. and four p.m. on a Tuesday, and I need a trailer and I need Evian sent to me. You got to get it to me. And, like she was being really difficult, and at the very last minute, backed out, and they just ghosted her like she wasn't ever part oh. of the movie they you might never be said right, her name but i think i think the evidence is actually directly in front of your nose and you might not be looking at it i'm gonna i'm gonna count real quick one two three four five six seven eight nine ten i count ten squares full of white dudes felk what does brie hate no the i most? think it was just a matter of of she's a difficult person and she was expected to be part of it and was too difficult to, to make it work out. That's my theory. Now, of course, this is this is a, an ongoing segment. We're gonna check. We're gonna check back in as more evidence comes out. Rewatch 2020. Uh, we're gonna keep this going because uh, I did have to do a deep dive into her her YouTube situation, and, and <laughs> apparently it's, it's it's just basically a way for her to call anyone who doesn't do what she wants sexist. Yeah, well, it's also um, I think we talked about this when I mentioned this in our Last of Us episode. Um, it's a way to build an audience that can then you can use immediately as your flying monkeys to go get them. Yeah, get them. Get them, my pretties. And it changed me so much. It changed my mind. It changed the way I viewed the world, especially martial arts. It's crazy how differently you start to view the world and people that are standing in front of you. I would like. Once I started doing more judo, I'd be like, ooh, that guy has a jean jacket on. I could totally throw him right now. She said. Am I saying that I hate white dudes? No, I'm not. I do not need a 40-year-old white dude to tell me what didn't work for him about A Wrinkle in Time. It wasn't made for him. And I'm also saying I don't hate white dudes. I'm just saying we need to be conscious of our bias and do our part to make sure that everyone is in the room. So you want me to suck your dick? Yeah, man. You like to wear a sucker's dick? I'd like that. Yeah, you want to suck my cock? Just suck my dick, man. So cool. Hmm? Yeah, let me suck your cock. Well, cool boys, I don't think we can get any more introductory than that. Time to move nope. on to our cool boy <laughs> show topic is what I always like to say. What an introduction. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gagged. Cool boy nation. Pop your cocks 
and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. No sweat. So cool. Tonight's going to be interesting because this might be another situation in which uh, you you just kind of randomly suggest the top five. And and I, I uh, there's multiple ways to interpret that top five. And I, oh. I came up with my own of, of what I thought that meant. Uh-oh. Much as when we did top five ghosts you'd like to fuck. Spooky ghosts. Spooky ghosts you'd like to, or ghosts you'd like to spooky fuck. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, spooky uh, fuck. And I picked actual ghosts and you just picked dead <laughs> celebrities. Don't tell me you picked real UFO experiences in Hollywood. No, I picked movie. I picked movie UFOs. Okay, good. Me too. Okay, but but the phrase was top five Hollywood UFOs to fuck on, and I thought yeah. you might actually pick five UFO sightings that occurred in and or around Hollywood. And I'm like, no. not doing movies because, like, <laughs> did he do? Does he mean Hollywood like movies, or does he mean Hollywood like the city, which has had UFOs spotted over it? Oh, lots, lots. The of Battle lots, of Los uh, Angeles, obviously. I, I it's think common. It's common over the valley. Yeah. Um, so the way I looked at it was, yeah, we had it had to be a UFO in a movie. And that didn't mean like you could just pick like the RV, the Winnebago in Spaceballs. Like it meant you had That's to, not a UFO. No, exactly. It has to be something that is seen on Earth terrestrial. Right. It's, it's, it's it, like Earth human beings see and witness some type of craft unidentified flying object, you know, unidentified aerial phenomenon, some kind of. Uh, advanced aerodynamic vehicle of some sort, but they see it from Earth. That was the key. They have to see it from Earth. Yeah, and some then, of mine might not have been seen in the sky, at least in the movie. Just like a lot of movies we might mention. Um, so this is our top five Hollywood UFOs to fuck on. Most important part about this is to fuck on. You're going to have to explain why you want to fuck on that UFO. And weirder is that it just says to fuck on rather than to have a gay orgy on. So we're not <laughs> having a gay orgy. We're just fucking. It can be women. But gay orgies are fine. Or aliens. Great, actually, probably. You know, I've never been to one, but I would I would go for fun. All right. Are you ready to begin? <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, let's start our top five. Ladies first. So Ballard, here I go. Number five. I wanted to start number five off with something that might be accurate, more accurate than we all thought. I wanted to start my number five off with the best movie I could think of. I wanted to start my number five off with a franchise film that exceeded all expectations and literally destroyed the box office and put this franchise on a pedestal for everyone to pay attention to because the previous three films did not matter. I'm talking about Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Not on my list. <laughs> not on your list? Yeah, I, I, I considered it, but that movie's horrible and sh- probably shouldn't have a fucking flying saucer at the end. And well, that's interesting because have. not alien, interdimensional beings still counts as a UFO, of course. Correct, because a UFO does not imply aliens. It just has to imply unidentified. Yeah, definitely is a UFO. So it... It looks gorgeous. It's very silvery and slick, and it looks like a classic disc, like two plates put on top of each other. It, it's 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 a beautiful UFO from the outside, but that's not why I want to fuck on it. I want to fuck on that UFO, not only because I have Indiana Jones, 
I have Marion. He's not, well, yeah, he's on it. He's on it. Not when it's taking off, but he is obviously on it during the climactic sequence. Wait, I don't want to talk about Marion. Fuck you, Marion on there because she's a child slave, a sex slave. Never mind. She's like a 50 year old woman at that point. Yeah, but she still has trauma. I don't want to be like, and I'm going to bang her on a UFO. <laughs> All right. No people from the cast of Indiana Jones. No, Kate Blanchett's fuckable as fuck. Well, she gets killed by it, right? But here's the great thing about it. When that UFO turns on, all those Russians in there, <laughs> they get sucked up. And they don't die. They go to the orgy. And they have the best time in their lives. But here's why it's great to fuck on this thing. So before the spacecraft takes off and goes interdimensional with all the Russians and Kate Blanchett and before Indy shows up with Marion and, and Short Round and, and, um, and Mud and um, whatever his name was, Mud, Mud Butt. Mutt? Mutt. 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 <laughs> what the fuck is his name Mutt for? Anyways, you're fucking next to ancient artifacts, gold, and skeletons of large grays or tall whites, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And the whole thing, tall when you're whites. fucking and you're about to come, it becomes a Gravitron ride at your local carnival. It starts spinning in circles and you get thrown oh, yeah, against the spin. fucking wall and you start coming. You're just pinned against the wall. Everything's going and everything There's golden artifacts and you're just coming and all that comes splashing on your stomach and it's just plastered there because of the gravity. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, Felk. But wait, the most important thing about Indiana Jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull and the special UFO I'm going to fuck on. Yeah. Is that I mentioned ancient artifacts and gold, right? But Felk, their treasure wasn't gold. It was knowledge. Knowledge was their treasure. I don't understand. Why this legend of a city of gold? The word for gold translates as treasure. But their treasure wasn't gold, it was knowledge. Knowledge was their treasure. That's true. Yeah, that was the point. <laughs> that knowledge is what crushed Kate Blanchett. Too much of it. She got too much knowledge and her eyes burned out. This is a fucking terrible movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Five out of five boys. All right. My number five. Yeah. Which you might have higher on your list. Uh, so sex. You and I have had different kinds of sex. I've, I've had the sex that you've had many I've times. Had missionary. You, yeah, missionary. Yep. Uh, all, that, all, all that stuff. But I've also had like, you know, it's been butt stuff. Intermingling. People, two becoming one, just like in the Spice Girls song, you know? <gasps> well, I, there's one ship that I can think of that would probably have aliens that can penetrate and become part of you and then separate and those parts become different parts. Maybe a head's blowing you and then the head has sprouts its own weird little legs and then it's its own thing. It's <gasps> going to be a weird, probably disgusting. It's buried you know, too? Is it a buried, is it a buried UFO it's too? It's a buried UFO in the ice, in the Arctic from the thing. I mean, I guess the actual UFO is nice. It's a nice and cold, frozen, icy, all slick and slippery. Yeah, yeah. And all the creatures that are on it are beautiful. frozen. It's beautiful. It's, it's only after they bring it back. Did you send me a photo of yourself? No, I sent you a photo of the fucking uh, spaceship oh. from the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the thing prequel uh, has a, maybe better shots of the UFO. Yeah, but I want Kurt Russell there. 
Kurt Russell. Oh my God. Not Joel Egerton. And uh, what's her face from uh, Scott Pilgrim? Mary Elizabeth um, Winstead. Yeah, she's in the the thing prequel. There's no girls in the uh, original John Carpenter one. You got Keith David. Well, though. I mean, I was assuming this is a gay orgy. Like <laughs> all are fucking. Would you <laughs> where you want to fuck on? We've never had just you places to, to fuck, and you can have women there. That was never an option before. So not on your list. <laughs> The thing? Yeah. No, the thing's not on my list. Talk more about it, please. Why do you want to have fucking sex on the thing? Why is it your number five? Well, I it's it, it wouldn't be good sex. It'd be disturbing and but it would definitely be memorable and unique. Like that's the only time, like, you know, like hands be, can become part of other bodies and stuff. I just think it would be a very You want to have sex with the alien specifically, right? Well, the alien taking forms, because the alien's a shapeshifter. The alien can look like Carly Kloss for, for all wait, I okay, want to. Wait, let's have a conversation real quick about the thing. So She's my split I, I in never, half at some point. I never saw the alien as a mystique, right, as a, as a shapeshifter like that. I always thought the alien was essentially uh, uh, like like material in the sense of it was biomaterial and it, it was like a gelatin and it can it just jumped into something and then it just started taking advantage of whatever – biomolecular like you know muscles bones yeah, yeah, yeah. your your point may be that i'd have to have to bring the the hot models there if i wanted to look like a hot model or something right well, yeah. i mean but there's no there's no stipulation on what i can and can't do here i just have to pick a location so i'm picking that one yeah nice and you're in the antarctica uh, yeah and i like i like fucking somewhere warm when it's cold outside inside some girls well no and also maybe the ship's warm I, I i don't i mean he probably has heating if you turn it on remember the tagline uh, what's the tagline for the thing there's no space when you breathe <laughs> no it's man <laughs> is the warmest place to hide no that's is that right i forgot that that's a pretty sexual about that that's pretty sexual we talked about that i think when we did like some uh halloween episode no, i think like, it's gay racula actually is it gay racula that's, that's the best episode ever it's the best uh, that has the most rawest uh reaction i've ever given on the podcast ever oh do the balls coming out of the guy's ass oh, yeah when those ball berries pop out of the asshole right, let's keep on let's you hear you hear like some eruptions play that audio back now johnny <laughs> johnny <laughs> what is happening in this movie right now a guy has like a fucking contraption around his cock, cock ring. just dancing around it's cock ring yeah but it had like a chain I don't Wait, see the what's chain. happening? You guys missed it. You were this too This is a strip quiz. club. We're watching it. We're watching it. Oh, my God. Ew. Oh. Ew. He <laughs> shot it out a fucking silver <laughs> ball. What, what, the what the fuck? What the fuck happened? What, what the that? fuck, dude? That came out of nowhere. What the? He's going to shit out another ball? <laughs> He's doing it. No. What is going on? <laughs> What the fuck is going on? What is going on? I can't I've seen things I've never seen. Oh my god! Do it again! (laughs) Okay, now clearly that guy only shot out one time. He didn't have all three in there. That's that's clever. Oh my god! from swordfish right it was insane guys right in the middle of this fucking quiz and you guys would have never even seen it if i didn't see some weird jewelry thing hey, happening I've, on the so, side of my screen 
I'm so that happy you told us to pay attention. He's looking for something there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Oh. Okay, this, Ew. this one's too much. Ew! Ew! Is he shitting? Ew! What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? What is going on? This is worse. Oh my god. I hate this. Dude, this is fucked up, man. This is like watching two girls in one cup. I, I, I don't like this. Uh, this is not even shit happening? yet, Ballard. He's oh my god, but he's like totally fucking the shit out of this guy's ass with his fingers yeah. and he's trying to like scoop shit out or oh The guy with the weird piercings is not cool. Wow This is too so hard, also... This is Dracula's the got a ever fucked up strip movies. club, man. This is terrible. Ah, oh, it's like close-ups of assholes god, things. I hate it. I hate this. Oh my god. Oh my I'm gonna fucking puke. <laughs> is it over? Dude, that sh that fucking shitting <laughs> shitting world ball bearing out was out of control. I, I hate this movie. Okay, wait, hang on a second. Did he stuff ball bearings in his ass before or is he just magical? I'm I'm I <laughs> Let's keep this train rolling. What's your number four, Ballard? Oh god, number four. Are we almost at four already? We're already it's at been four. <laughs> it's been uh, so short. It, you know, but time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. And you know what? I was having fun when I saw this movie in theaters during the summer of 1996. I think it was 96. So Independence Day. <laughs> I've got it higher. <laughs> You've got it higher? Yeah. <laughs> it's the wrong field, you idiot. Lucas's farm's on the other side of town. Oh, well, I, I want to get into a little bit more why you want to fuck on it higher, but I'll just, just hit a little points, some key points real quick, and then we can move on. Green lights and fog. Like, that's the whole inside of of, of aquamarine green fog. No, I right? got, I got, I got, I got definitely gorgeous. different reasons. <laughs> gorgeous. And I'm not even bringing in uh, the Goldblum and the Smith who... Wow, that's a factor for me. Let's not go partners. any further. Diversity is a big plus for that. I know because I want to go further with you. I want to go further with you later. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's a powerhouse right there. But there are aliens. So many aliens, armies and armies of infantry. Well, you're taking all my uh, stuff here. You're taking all no, my stuff. Okay. <laughs> you can't do that. You're doing what I did to you. So many or tentacles. Or did to you on the Tom Cruise haircut episode. You I'm not going to ruin it. But so many tentacles and so many holes to fill. That's all I got to say. All right. I'm, I, 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 well, you took a lot of my, my steam away there. Did I really? <laughs> well, okay, well, well it's fine. My number four. All right. We, you only live once, you know, we only get so much time on this crazy blue marble. And uh, where else am I going to get a chance to fuck not one predator, <laughs> but an entire team and a black guy if I want. <laughs> and uh, keep in mind that uh, all these predators were played by lesser members of, I believe, the L.A. Lakers or maybe it was the Clippers. Uh, I am picking the. Uh, predator uh, ship on Earth in Predator Two, because wow. I can also fuck. Not only can I fuck a predator or several predators, yes, or Danny Glover. Okay, who's next? Oh my god! But there's also a xenomorph skull on the wall. Yeah, T Rex maybe. Maybe a T Rex or dragon of some kind. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, that technology. It's kind of kinky. 
They're all wearing yeah. fishnets, fishnet fucking shirts. <laughs> yeah, and exactly pants. like you would in many clubs in West Hollywood. Again, mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be gay orgies. I just instinctively, I just instinctively t- tailored my list for gay orgies because that's what we've always done is gay orgies. Yeah, uh, you said that. You said that a bunch. Yeah, lots of loincloths, lots of fishnets, nets, uh, lots of they tall, can shoot nets. <laughs> sexy, sexy men, tall, sexy, sexy predator men, and yeah, lots of uh, skulls you can dry hump in the trophy room, or fuck on, or fuck on. You're right. Some yeah, of them are big enough. Absolutely. I don't know how you would fuck on a xenomorph skull. But no, but there's bigger ones. They hunted Think things. about the skill and the effort. I've always thought about this when I watch Predator 2. I love Predator 2. It's one of my favorites. A little too much credit I for really love that the idea of getting a xenomorph skull off without ruining it by the acid blood is like it would be such an art to like the taxidermy, like to be able to polish that skull. I love that in AVP when he shows. Uh, yeah, there's Sanaya good stuff laughing. in AVP, man. There's good yeah, stuff in AVP. Yeah, when he makes AVP. the shield out of the skull, and he's like, "Because this protects her from the acid blood." That's that's brilliant. That actually is brilliant. AVP's not like as bad as people think it is. It's just a matter of like, it, it's very, it's so mechanical and by the book because it had to be made so fast. But uh, yeah, and it feels like it was shot on sets, like so many sets, because like it was. Sets, they, 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 didn't, they couldn't sets. do no location shit. Nope. But you know what? I mean, I'm sure looking back at it now, it's like one of those films you look back and you're like, wow, like this, like today, this would not be destroyed by critics as much as it was then. We've lost our quality level today, much more so. Well, we've lost movies currently, so it's kind of hard to even fucking compare. There's no more movies. There's no more movies. There's like a, a two months of movies that are backlogged and then there'll, there'll be a fucking six month gap while other things get made because no one was shooting. I still weird. think we're going to see lots of shit that was like shelved, unshelved, like the quote unquote, the quote unquote shelved. Like I literally think we're going to see movies like that. That's the reason I think we're getting Love Girls and Lost Hotels or Lost Girls and Love Hotels. And New Mutants again, apparently. That's why we're getting those movies like they will come out because they're like, oh, fuck, we're going to need to drop stuff. There are literally movies producers made just to fuck actors or actresses and then they shelve them forever or there's movies that are made like dawn's plum by leonardo dicaprio and toby mcguire that their friends look at it later and they go dude do not air this movie this movie makes you look horrible like a chauvinistic pig you cannot air this movie and they go really oh okay we thought we were making jokes They're like yeah your jokes are really off color they fucking Uh, they tried to do that uh allegedly to jojo rabbit because disney was like when they got fox they're like they did we don't Dude, you can't play Hitler. You can't make this fucking like a movie that like laughs yeah. at these things. You're and, Korg in our Marvel films, and you're also directing the next Thor film, and you directed Thor Ragnarok. You cannot play Hitler. And there was apparently a Disney exec that like stood up like during the screening or right after the screening and was like, there's no way in fucking hell this movie will ever be released under the Disney banner. And of course it did. It still did. Which is but- weird because it's actually a really like sweet and heartfelt film it's like it actually has a, a a very moderate message which is well yeah nazis are bad obviously but also just like don't judge people before you get to know them yeah well uh the nazis might have known about aliens before the rest of us and there's a lot of uh thought process behind some of that now too actually yeah yeah because well, yeah, they, no. they they jumped on that rocket shit way earlier and like i mean one of the conspiracies that i strongly believe is true is that nazis live on the moon 
and are just waiting. And the plot of the Hitler. second Iron Sky movie, isn't it? I think it's not a plot of a movie. I think that movie is misinformation out there, purposely to you know to throw us off. That's the, that's a real that's a real thing. Okay. So Buzz Aldrin's covering for the Nazis, or? Oh uh, no no no! The, Buzz didn't go to that side of the moon. The moon. Moon's big. You can't cross over you know around the moon. It's not like the Little Prince or anything like that. Like you can't walk around that shit real quick. The moon is big. We circumnavigated it, as did many other people. Yeah, but you can't, like, see anything in the dark side. I don't know. Maybe you can. Mm-mm. All right. What's your number three, Ballard? Oh, my God. Three. Yes, please. This one. This was the hardest one for me to pick because it was my first pick and I didn't know where to put it right away. It is a movie I grew up on. It is a movie that. Having rewatched it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, when we're kids, we 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 let a lot of like boring, like exposition and just basic plot development just go like we just did not care. And like today, like you could never make a movie like this. This is the movie Flight of the Navigator. Oh, why could you never make that movie? You can't make it like that because it's too slow. I mean, the first like 45 minutes is before the spaceship even like really shows up in the film. Uh, The movie really commits the idea that you're going to follow the fact that this kid, you know, is transported in time uh, from when he was, you know, with his family and his brother was a little boy to the when his brother's older than him. Right. But we're not here to talk about the fucking movie. We're here to talk about why I'm going to fuck on the navigator. The Navigator is everything I want. Chrome. Chrome. It is a giant, shiny it's, chrome. Yeah, it looks like something you'd shove into an ass if you if you had a plug at the end of it to oh. out with. No plug for me, I say. Yes, please. Plug away. The Navigator actually changes shape, Felk, too. I love it. It can either go fat in your ass or fucking tiny and Fit in your ass like a bullet. I just found uh, so, so I have Googled for Flight of the Navigator spaceship butt plug. I found one. <laughs> it's <gasps> facing the wrong direction. It's gorgeous. And it's also probably not meant to be a butt plug. That is not a butt plug. That is a decoration in your house. Felk, the other thing about this spaceship that's so amazing to fuck on, it's got a blowjob chair. Do you remember the fucking main chair? You're leaning back. You got your arms up on these big ass chair arms and your fucking like dick is forward. It's forced forward. It's thrusting forward. It is designed to get your dick sucked. I remember the chair. Yeah. Here's the chair. It's a very sexual chair. It's gorgeous. Beautiful chair. Beautiful chair. Perfect chair. Gorgeous chair. Chair, chair, chair. (laughs) I hate chair, chair, chair. And you know who else is there to talk to you while you get your dick sucked? Paul Mall. Do you know who Paul Mall is? Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Hermans. Whoa! <laughs> He's talking to you the whole time. He's doing fucking some Pee Wee ASMR. Whoa! <laughs> this can't be happening. I think I've got some stuff out of your head that has nothing to do with navigating this ship. You really want him there? I'm not, I mean, he'll be masturbating to it. That's, that's what I need. I need... I need to be, you know, talked to the entire time and told how special I am when I'm getting my dick sucked. It helps me come faster. And then here's the last thing that's just fantastic about Fly the Navigator. You know that cool little boy, the Flight of the Navigator, yeah, the little I'm Navigator boy? Staying away from ships that have boys on them. Well, Felk, guess what? He ended up getting arrested for fucking robbing a bank. Did he? <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, look it up. Look it up. Look at his he's not someone, right? He's he's not like he's he no, was he's nobody. Yeah, because he worked at a. He fuck, looks like Elliot. He worked he at looks a like blockbuster Elliot. video for a while. Presumably, does not still have that job. Falk, look up his mugshot. Seriously, look up his mugshot. It's, yeah, a, it's so white, trashy. Just type in Fly I'm not your Jamie. <laughs> Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Pull it up. You're, You're my Jamie. Jamie. Yes, yes, you, you are, are my Jamie. Jamie. Come on, Jamie. You're bad, Jamie. Jamie, pull up, pull up. Well, Jamie, pull up that video. Pull it up, Jamie. So he has to do <laughs> it. Look that shit up, Jamie. Pull it up, up so we can see. <laughs> so he has to do it. 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 Pull it up. Jamie, pull that video up. There's his photo. There's his mugshot. Joe Kramer. Dude. Uh, child star, man. Child star. You ready for my three? Yeah, Felk. Felk, what is your number three? All right. Number three is right in the middle. It's a hump, you know? It's a hump day one. So I wanted to pick one that is just pure UFO, the most UFO, but still has something to have sex with. So I'm going with the OG, more or less. I mean, there was earlier examples, but this is the definitive spaceship flying saucer UFO. <gasps> from the day this, the earth, from the day <laughs> the earth stood still and the original, although having Keanu there would be, be I guess, an option because remakes kind of seem to be on the nanobots. table is nanobots. But no, I want the Gort. I want the fucking Gort to, to be involved in, in sex. The Gort's a giant Ooh. robot. It's like this, yeah, this big gray thing that's nanobots in the remake. He's in Independence Day on the TV screen. Yeah, yeah, the movie's in there, so that's the double. But yeah, no, it's it just, it's that, that's like the most basic, like, disc saucer. And, and I, I wanted to, for number three to fucking in a classic UFO. I like that. Nice. I'm glad that you went to the 50s. I wanted something uh, from the 50s. There were so yeah. many fucking flying saucer movies in the 50s, and most of them suck. And I thought about Mars Attack, and I was just like, I have affinity for Mars Attack, but like, why? Why do the the parody? Why not get the the original, actual, like mm -hmm. true flying saucer? I want to bring up real quick an honorable mention, just because it, it kind of touches upon this uh, this era. Um, this island Earth, uh, I would have to say that's the campy spaceship that I know that I would I grew up with and, from um, the Mystery Science Theater the thousand movie or are you actually a fan yes. of this well, no, Earth? I mean the real original one like I have it like I have the original but I also love that it was a uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, the movie and it's amazing when they do that I mean they cut the fuck out of it but there's so many parts of that movie that I remember from other movies like E.T. when E.T.'s watching this island earth on tv they're pulling us up well moving on to my number two I kind of hinted at it. It's E.T., the extraterrestrial. It wasn't like that penis breath. I fucking love this movie. And I want to fuck on this UFO. 
Okay, and there's more to there's this ETs movie. On it. <laughs> well, there's ETs all over it. There's so many ETs, and ETs are technically a plant-based alien life form. They're plants, yeah. They don't even have holes. They don't have holes. I guess they have mouths. Oh my god! I guess they have mouths. It's the best part of that. It's the best part of fucking on that ship. Yeah. That entire spaceship, that starship, I'm fucking on literally plants, trees, and mushrooms. I'm fucking on a tree that goes oh. Yeah, there's sexual elements. All right, like he does have an orifice, obviously. If he can drink a beer, he can swallow cum, and he's got that glowing finger. And I'm guessing it gets warm. love is so strong and it's so powerful and and the movie can't touch upon obviously the importance of romantic love because it's elliot but i think it touches upon it a little bit when elliot is freaking out when et is dying and all the doctors are working on him yeah. and elliot yells you're killing him you're killing him he came on me he came on me E.T. bonds with him without his consent. He doesn't, like, ask if it's cool first. It wasn't like that penis breath. Elliot, sit down. You like that line. The fact that penis breath is lied in a fucking movie. Maybe it was a pervert or deformed kid or something. A deformed kid. Maybe uh, an elf or a leprechaun. It was nothing like that, penis breath. Elliot, (laughs) sit down. I saw penis breath as a line in a movie as a kid, and I went, penis breath? Way to connect two words. (laughs) I also really love E.T. for the way Mike, Elliot's older brother, does uh, Yoda. (laughs) I love that shit. I love the way he does Yoda. Okay, uh, swear it one more time. I have absolute absolute power. Yes. (laughs) I wonder if Spielberg and Lucas ever fucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With Coppola. Yeah, Coppola, well, Coppola would be like on the sidelines filming it. <laughs> For sure. And with his American Zoetrope productions, he's got his little fucking eight millimeter. <laughs> just, just watching it. <laughs> just laughing. Watching Lucas just pound the fuck out of Spielberg's penis hole. Um. All right. <laughs> that was your number two yeah dude it's, fucking on those plants and mushrooms in an alien spaceship that's the place to be well my number two has a little bit of symmetry to yours <gasps> i'm picking uh you know of course i have a, a lot of affinity for vegas vegas is a good city to fucking they call me mr vegas they call me mr vegas because when i when i say eat I'm thinking of plantainos when I say drink. I'm thinking Belvedere straight. When I when I say sleep, I think presidential suites. When I say crush, I'm not thinking ice. Eat, drink, sleep, crush. Eat, drink, sleep, crush. Eat, drink, sleep, crush. They call me Mr. Vegas. Tuxedo down. Yeah, show girl on my arm. Yeah, we're like the Rat Pack. Yeah, when Voltron's form. Ooh, <laughs> sipping on brandy, yeah. Falling <laughs> on humans, yeah. Body massages with happy endings. 
This is all I know. I won't let it go. I'm addicted, and I love it. When I say eat, I'm thinking of potatoes. When I when I say drink, I'm thinking Belvedere straight. When I when I say sleep, I think presidential sweets. When I when I say crush, I'm not not thinking ice. Eat, drink, sleep, crush. 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 They call me Mr. Vegas. They call me Mr. Vegas. 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 They call me Mr. Vegas. Vegas. The city's basically designed to be fucked in. And it, the, the main way it's done that is a sea of lights. Crazy lights, disco lights. Visually stunning. And with this one, I got to go to a place that's what? Special? Because this UFO is only in the special edition. Well, the inside of it is. Uh, and I'm, yes, I'm picking Close Encounters of the third kind to have my gay orgy in. <laughs> you realize the inside of that UFO is what Spielberg did not want filmed in that movie at all. And the studio forced him to have to film that to be able to send out a special edition. I don't know. I, I, the, the, I think the inside's fine. I think the inside's really pretty. But, but he did not want to shoot that shit. What he wanted was he wanted to add the astronauts that were preparing to go into the spaceship. He wanted them to be in the movie, but he did not want to see the inside of the spaceship. It's like one the shot. Studio. It's not that big a deal, but uh, I know. It, it, but that's why it's one shot, because like Spielberg was like, dude, you'll get a shot out of me. And the studio's like, we need to see if you're going to make another cut of this movie. We have to fucking see the inside of the spaceship. Everyone wants it, Spielberg. And he's like, you saw the shark. You're not going to see the inside of the spaceship. All right. Well, let's move on. Oh, also, the aliens from Close Encounters of the Third Kind are, are slender. They're grays, but they're basically extra slender grays. And you got people. There's some tall grays and some short grays in there. You got people. You got war vets. People from the fucking World War II are still on that plane. You can our, our ship and you can fuck them and you can fuck those aliens, too. Be fun. <laughs> you can fuck people from all the different periods of the world. Exactly. You can time travel fuck, basically. Because mm-hmm. they don't age. Right. Um, you know what's funny is that if you watch E.T., and you watch Close Encounters, and you watch Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and you ignore War of the Worlds. What's very interesting about Spielberg is that he gives you Close Encounters first, which has always been rumored to be a representation of a real-life event that occurred. Um, and then Where on top of that, you have you to leave his wife and kids to go on an adventure? Well, no, not, not that, but like the government encountered aliens in a location in a national park along those lines and created some kind of... Um, uh, big to do to get people out of the area so they could have contact and they contacted him in a similar way with lights and music and then E.T. has always been uh, Spielberg uh, just kind of doing his version of an alien world where he kind of got to rein it in but all of those movies those two movies they don't really ever discuss where these creatures really come from E.T. kind of references that he comes from a different galaxy but it's Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Spielberg finally gives up all the cars and goes, interdimensional beings. He has John Hurt's character say it, and it says it at the end. And then Indy even goes like, welcome back, Ox. What are they, spacemen? Interdimensional beings, in point of fact. Welcome 
back, Ox. And that's the whole point, is that I think Spielberg was was showing us something real in Close Encounters of the Third Kind and finally gives the answer in Crystal Skull. No, they're not aliens from another like galaxy like the way we think it is. They're interdimensional. Where did they go? Space? Not into space. Into the space between spaces. They're interdimensional beings, and closest thing probably to time travelers we can understand and that's why we have them fucking with us the way they are it's why they blip in and out as fast as they do when people are like they were so quick well your eye sees it quick because the frames per second your eye can see is 30 frames per second that thing's moving faster than that it's just a blink and it's gone just like a hockey puck on an old interlaced television so when you don't see it go faster maybe that's not because it's going so fast but maybe it's because it actually is blinking out of existence and people have talked about that how they look to them it looks like it's zipping off, but it just disappears. It's probably because it blinks out of existence. These might not be aliens. These might be interdimensional beings. I really wonder that. I really wonder if Spielberg knows more than he's letting on. And I think a lot of people know more than they're letting on. I think even Joe Rogan has some information. I literally do think Joe Rogan has probably been told something by one of his Navy vets, like his SEALs friends, and, and he just keeps it quiet. Because the way information's dropping now, the old Joe Rogan would have been excited, but this new Joe Rogan, it's almost as if he's like, God damn it, I wanted to be special and have this information, and now it's getting out there. In particular, UFOs, you'll just, you'll just, you'll, you just have a lot to say about you, how you think UFOs are real. I mean, UFOs are real, but I know what you mean. They're real. Okay, here's yes. the other thing I just I thought I felt it was really amazing. So the New York Times, like it was it today, just came out with this fucking article that was all about more. Like, <laughs> do we believe in UFOs? That's the wrong question. It shouldn't be about do we believe in UFOs. It's a, it should be about where are the facts, and should, we should be hunting down the facts at this point because the advanced aerospace threat that we're dealing with is a national security issue, and. And we all are going to know about it sooner than later. It's a threat. It's a threat now. <laughs> I think it. Well, okay, that's actually what they call it. The Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program was it was created in 2017 in December 2017, Felk. And it's this is the, that's what the the the, the Pentagon. That sounds to like that. they think they're fucking Chinese crafts or something. No, no, they specific, they said specifically recently these are all off-world materials used. Why? Because the periodic table. None of the elements in our periodic table from our terrestrial Earth exist on some of these fucking spacecraft, some of these advanced aerospace vehicles, materials, they call them. All right. What's so, your number wait, one? <laughs> no. So we're not getting number one yet. So that is so fucking wild to me. Like that whole concept that like everything we've seen about Bob Lazar has said about elements from other worlds and all these different shit and like the fact that the aircraft are tiny and that the, 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 the seats inside of them are smaller and that they look a certain way and that they essentially control gravity and here's the thing I've always said if you can control gravity then you can harvest time it's like a fourth time you said it on this podcast <laughs> absolutely they're interlinked so that's all it is. So if you're able to control gravity, which these these craft can clearly do, these materials can do, then they're just jumping in out of time. And that means they, they can be interdimensional. That means they can be bouncing around from all kinds of futures. 
I really wonder what the fuck is going on right now. I wonder if there's something really bad. <laughs> I really wonder if there's something bad happening to Earth soon, and that's why we're getting interdimensional craft that coming here more often right now. Or I'm wondering if the government is allowing us to know more information and giving us more information because it's about to get so fucking real that they can't stop us from noticing. It is it. weird that they're locking us down just as like the Pentagon's like, oh yeah, we have otherworldly crafts. <laughs> it's it's like it's it seems odd timing to nonchalantly be releasing the information that they are. And, and one of the things that I thought was really fucking weird was back in 2017, uh, it was like October 2017, uh, there was this uh, uh, interstellar object that flew through our galaxy. It came near Earth, made a right-hand turn by Earth, and then just get, go, bounced out. And I, I saw that on the news and went, oh, my God, and I jumped up and down, and I had this flush, and I had my adrenaline kick in, and I looked at my wife and said, that's aliens. And, and everyone's like, no, it's comets. No, it's an asteroid. No, it's a comet. No, we don't know what it is. No, it's a comet. No, we don't know what it is. Like, they bounced around so many times they could not lock down what they thought it was. They literally still ended it up on the idea of, we don't know what it is. So... All they know is, I think it's called Uamuamua, and it's this fucking object that looks like they think like a rock. I always thought to myself, wouldn't an alien aircraft, like aircraft, aerospace, like spaceship, whatever, wouldn't it look more like a rock? Ever since I saw, and Felk, you mentioned this earlier, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, Felk. What are they launching in space? What are their spaceships? Fucking meteorites. They're sending these giant meteorites, right? full spores and they're explosive and all that shit. Well, is Uamuamua honestly just a alien craft that looks like a giant fucking rock to us, but to them it's not a rock. It's like the Native Americans, how they would tie themselves into nature. Well, maybe aliens have figured out a way to tie themselves into space nature, to interstellar nature, to galactic nature, and they realize that meteorites and things that look like meteorites are actually the best way to travel through fucking space. It, I, I really don't have any fucking clue what's going on, but I wonder if we are seeing <laughs> the Christ. outline of a massive close encounters of the third kind. Like, we're going to just to touch upon your movie. I think we're about to get a fucking government cannot hide it. A close encounters of the third kind. Okay. Because. Otherwise, you believe that the aliens already exist on Earth, like Dolce Base. Dolce Base or Dolce Base, I think How, it's Dolce this could Base. Go on for the, I, this was going no, on for Dolce seven minutes. Dolce Base is important because it's a base that literally exists in New Mexico where the Flatwood Monsters and the Greys, the Large Greys, the Small Greys, the Hoppenskillville Goblins, the Little Green Men, the Nordic Aliens called uh, Palladians. You don't need to list things. People. When you start listing things, don't keep listing every single thing the thing it could be in. Just say aliens. Well, aliens, well, okay, well, the reptilians are the scariest one, right? The lizard people, because they're the ones that are eating, like, all our babies and our young and eating people. And apparently at Dolce and Base, you believe this. all these different aliens, all these different aliens at Dolce Base have to, like, have their different cafeterias. They have to live in different quarters. They have to live in do different, like, sections. Do you believe this? Oh, my God, of course I do. And apparently... No, do you believe this, though? Like, do you actually believe that there's, like, I a don't cafeteria? know what to believe, honestly, anymore, to be honest, Felk. But the reptilians are apparently... I mean, you really can't eat. make fun of Alex Jones being crazy. This is like his his shit. This is like his thing. <laughs> so the reptilians live in their own corridors and they eat in their own cafeterias because that's the only way they want to eat because they don't want any humans to see how they Alex eat. Alex Jones apparently. has said this. Oh, oh, this could all be true. Canada's former defense minister, he claims aliens are real. This is back in like 2013. This is on Vice. He says that there are humanoid-esque races of aliens called tall whites living among us and they work inside the U.S. government 
He literally says that. He says that they work in the U.S. government. This is crazy. So this guy, right, his name is Paul Hellyer, and he said, th- like, these few things. There are at least four types of alien species that this live is on this a, earth We're supposed to be talking about UFOs years. we want to fuck on. This is different species probably have their different agendas, and we should not consider them all as one agenda. You've been one talking straight for 10 whites, minutes now. And the tall whites work with the United States, and these ETs are currently living on Earth at present time, and they want us for our materials, like our gold and our oil. I gotta eat. I mean, this is... This is that was that was a ten minute rant there. Number one. Yeah, what's your Let's number get one? On to number one. It's your turn. So that's the problem. You filibuster. So are we? Are, is it time to move on to number one? T minus cool boys and counting. Three, two, one. Number one. Number one. Velk, my number one is my most important one. It's my top of the top. It's my tippity top. It's my top shelf pick. Don't do it that. Is <laughs> <laughs> top, it's uh, top the, of the tip, top of the, the tippity top of the top of the really high it's top. The, best. the cream always rises to the top. Yeah, okay? you can start that fucking soundbite. Now it's like, now there's Randy, Macho Man Randy Savage is on our show. Rest in peace, Macho Man Randy Savage. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. So my number one has to have everything I need. <laughs> Here's my list of everything my number one needs to have. Just say okay? it. <laughs> it needs to have water. It needs to have television. And it needs to have beauty. And it needs to have lights. All of the lights. All of the lights. Felk, I need water everywhere. I need water everywhere to the point where I have a water TV. I need slip and slides levels of water. I, I need about. slip and slide levels of wetness. And wetness is the essence of beauty. And wetness is the essence of beauty. All right. I need the abyss to fuck on because that giant UFO at the bottom of the fucking ocean that rises to the surface, rises to the top. It's my tippity top. It is tipsy turvy, topsy turvy. Top of the tip, top of the tippity toppity. At the really high top. It's my top shelf pick. Top of the tip, top of the tippity toppity. At the really high top. Like the cream rises to the tippity top. Top of the tip, top of the tippity toppity. At the really high top. Top of the tip, top of the tippity toppity. It's my top. Like the cream rises to the tippity top. But the cream rise to the top oh yeah the cream always rises to the top and i'm about to show you the white hot cream of an eighth grade boy and when the abyss has all the water i need that water i love to swim you, i was wouldn't you dry, i mean you have pool. to be in a pre- it's not just it's just just water though it's also like it's heavily pressurized water it's deep sea water you got to be in a spacesuit basically a, re- a reverse spacesuit yeah and what you need you need you need a deep sea suit yeah. with liquid oxygen because you know, you have to make sure you can keep an eye on your gauge. Bud, give me your reading after liquid oxygen gauge. Five minutes worth. What? It took him 30 minutes just to get down there. Bud, do you hear me? You drop your weights and start back now, bud. That gauge could be wrong. Do you hear me? Just drop your weights and start back now. Your gauge could be wrong. Your gauge could be wrong. You drop your weights and start back now. Go 
going to stay a while. No, you won't stay there. Do you hear me? You drop your weights. You can breathe shallow. Do you hear me? But please listen to me, please. God damn it. You dragged me back with a bottomless pit. You can't leave me here alone now, please. Oh, God, Virgil, please. Don't cry, baby. Dude, this was a one-way ticket, but you know I had to come. <laughs> Love you, wife. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I remember the, the best. Going to stay a while. I remember Nolan texting us the, the fucking lines from that scene. Don't cry, baby. It's a dramatic, like, AOL instant messenger conversation, basically. Well, no, but then, but then, here's what goes on to have the best alien orgy of all time and watches a giant water TV, gets to watch the news. Yeah, they do have the ability to put video on, t on water. I don't really know how that works. Disney does it every night at the, uh, whatever that lake is in, at Disneyland. But what I also need... All of the lights. All of the lights. All the water. All the wetness. Holes sliding into dicks and dicks sliding into holes. All of the lights. All of the lights. All the purples and the blues and the fucking people being blown away and a spacecraft that's so large that it rises to the ocean. It rises to the top. And literally all these ships are stuck on it because they all it's die so big. too from the bends, but they just throw it like somebody mentioned that. And then James is like, James Cameron's just like, no, he just said like, uh, we, we, we should have gotten the beds, but we didn't. They must have done something to us. We should be dead. We didn't decompress. They must have done something to us. Yeah, like, if you think about it, all those crews on those different ships, they're stranded now on this giant alien spaceship in the middle of the ocean. Everyone, get to fucking, get to fucking, get to fucking. Everybody get to fucking right now. That's that's all we got at this point. In mind, everyone, is Independence Day. Uh, and uh, that's because it is so fucking big. I mean, this one's pretty big, but that's underwater. I'm not going underwater. I want space. I want I want sky. Just like Will Smith. Will Smith yeah. wants space. Uh, a, and they denied him because he was fucking, black. I'm fucking NASA aliens. denied him because he was black. This is my turn. I'm fucking aliens. And I'm fucking <laughs> a Jewish guy. And I'm fucking a black guy. So it's diversity. Diversity is important. And also there's a lot. There's a whole army of aliens. And you got those suits. You put on one of them alien suits with the tentacles. <gasps> mm -hmm. Shove the tentacles inside people. Yep. That's what tentacles are for, according <laughs> yes, to the Japanese. <laughs> yes, Japanese is. are really into tentacle fucking. Figure out, I, I, I'll, I'll get to experience that too. And also, like the the suits look very like organic on the inside. They're squishy. Probably be fun to get. They're probably and the aliens getting them naked. They're not wearing any other clothes. You're just naked in a fucking fuck suit. In a, in a, in I would a, have an anxiety in, attack in that suit for sure. And telekinetics, they have tel they are not telekinetics, te tel telepathy. They can communicate through the mind. That's yep. pretty cool. You can use that sexually. I just, I really want to have sex with Will Smith and Chef Goldblum. <laughs> Will Smith's had sex with men. And so is Chef Goldblum, probably. Maybe. Allegedly. Oh, they're closing oh, yeah. Is that closing? Shut up, shut up, oh. shut up! Must go faster. Must go faster. Must go faster. Go, 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 go. Person, woman, 
Man, camera TV, I can do it too. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. There you go. Like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV. So they say, could you repeat that? I don't think so. So I said, yeah. So it's person, woman, man, camera, TV. Okay, that's very good. If you get it in order, you get extra points. If you, okay, now he's asking you other questions. Oh, really? Other questions. You got this going. Well, (laughs) that was the fucking best show topic. But now I get to fucking probed by some sexy, hot Holocaust-thin aliens. They are so (laughs) hypnotizing. I think to myself, could you be the devil? Could you be an angel? Your touch is magnetizing. Feels like I'm floating. Leaves my body glowing. Am I in a song now? Oh, no. They say be afraid. It's the wrong field, you idiot. You're not like the others, futuristic lovers. Lucas's farm's on the other side of town. Different DNA. Whoa! They don't understand you. Well, excuse me. You're from a whole other world. Where's he from? A different dimension. Nothing like that. He just left. Hell yeah. You opened my eyes. That I'm ready to go. Lead me into the light. Kiss me. Kiss me. Infect me with your love. And fill me with your poison. Take me. Take me. Where's he from? Want to be a victim ready for abduction. Dylan! Oh my god. Boy, you're an alien. Son of a bitch. Your touch so foreign. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's supernatural. Where's he from? Uranus? Get it? Extraterrestrial. Oh, this is uh, this is Katy Perry. Yeah. She's a beautiful songwriter, isn't she? I mean, she was in, two, in like 2010 when this song came out. It's supernatural. I thought you hated Carrie, Katy Perry. Isn't that like a whole thing? Does you hate Katy <laughs> I Perry? Hate, I, I hate Katy Perry. I don't know why I picked this. It's, a good thing. it's actually not a bad song. That's That's from the California Girls album. Yeah, and uh, Kanye's on that song. So what I was actually going to do, just so you know, edit, um, I'm going to have Kanye come in after you, and then I'm going to have Kanye then on top of himself singing. I know a bar out in Mars. Hey, everyone listen to this, please. George Bush doesn't care about black people. We are controlled by the media. Well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for all the white people. Y'all, we leaving right now. Because I was drugged the fuck out, bro. Say what you feel. Everybody that has a baby gets a million dollars. Today it all changes. By the way, I am totally voting Kanye West for president. <laughs> He's, he, he probably needs help. You know, sometimes you need some crazy motherfuckers to change something. Steve Jobs is crazy. Now we all on Steve Jobs' phones. They say Trump's crazy. They say I'm crazy. But I'm here to show love. Oh my God. Because the same people that try to blackball me forgot about two things my black balls. See, I got a huge cock. Cool Boy Nation, tell us your top five Hollywood UFOs to fuck on by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes definitely come out every week, but usually around Tuesdays, more like (laughs) Wednesdays. Be sure to like and subscribe to The Cool Boys and review us on Apple Podcasts. Want more garbage? Please check out (laughs) Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's Bizees from Fire in the Sky Felk. And that's Bizees from Body Snatchers. Ballard. Do 
outstanding American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Wanna be a victim? Ready for abductions? You're my alien. <laughs> uh, she, she, she was hot. Sing it again. Sing it again now that you know what song I'm doing. No, 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 no. no. Works better do when I quick. don't. Just do it real quick. No. I, I want, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe make this easier. I'm not your dancing Katy Perry monkey. I have to pee. Do it. Just pick it up from... Um, um, they say be afraid. I don't know. I don't know how this rest of the song goes. I know the hook. I, that's as far as I can do that. Do like, the hook. To the beat. Just do the hook. Uh, kiss wait, it? me. Kick it. Kiss me. No, I can't do that part. I'm not. A, I'm not a singer. You're embarrassing me. I've already read it good enough. Falk, have, wait. Listen to your last few episodes. You've, you're a great singer. Yeah. Kiss me, kiss me, infect me with your love, and fill me with your poison. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> All right. Take, no, do it again. Take me. No, I have to, to pee. I'm me. done. I'll see you no, next no, week. No, you have to do the same voice. Take me and, and want to be a victim ready for abduction. Uh, take me, t- take me, want to be a victim ready for abduction. Boy, you're so foreign. See, I wait for the music. <laughs> it's supernatural. Extraterrestrial. <laughs> All right, that's enough. I'll see you next week. Get some cool, cool boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. Pussy sex.